Welcome to the Essential Astrocast. I'm your host, Veronica Peretti. I'm a yoga teacher, a coach, and most importantly, an astrologer. And that's why I come to you every week here in your podcast feed to let you know what's going on up there in the heavens so that you can dictate your fate down here on earth. Let's get started. Hey guys, welcome back to the Essential Astrocast. Veronica here, and I'm coming to you late this week because frankly, I had a ton of anxiety about the inauguration chart, and I didn't want to put my anxiety on you early in the week. The deal is the inauguration chart is or was pretty challenging. You know, we had a void moon at 29 degrees Aries. You may remember from last week that the Mars was at 29 degrees Aries when the terrorist attack happened at the Capitol. So that was a little bit scary. We had an exact Mars-Uranus conjunction on Wednesday. Later in the day, it perfected at 3.38 p.m. Eastern, but it's something that we're feeling all week. Mars is the planet of aggression and war, as well as so many other things, our drive, our motivation, our masculine energy. We all have masculine and feminine energy. Uranus is equal opportunity shit stir. I always say that. And, you know, Uranus brings the surprises, the unexpected events. So when Mars conjuncts Uranus, that is always a day or a week because we really feel these big transits for more than just the moment that they perfect. You know, that's a week where you want to be really careful. You want to not necessarily take huge risks. You don't necessarily want to push yourself too hard in your workouts. Accidents can happen. Unexpected um, occurrences can throw you off your game. Mars conjunct Uranus or Mars and Uranus and hard aspect of any kind can just be a little bit accident prone your temper might fly. You might say something you don't want to say, but it just comes out. You know, it's just Uranus is our nervous system. And Mars is the ruler of the, well, Mars in Aries is the ruler of the head, right? So when we talk about Aries, we talk about the ram and Mars is the ruler of Aries. So you can imagine that Mars wants to go fast and push through things. And Uranus wants to break stuff for the sake of breaking stuff because it just thrives on chaos. So when those two energies come together, it can be a little bit unreliable, unpredictable, and chaotic and frankly upsetting. But luckily things went really smooth. I think that we've had so much Uranian chaotic energy of the for the past four years that This was like, in a way, the most surprising thing to have something that was so smooth to go off without a hitch. And then also, you know, anytime you have the great conjunction in an inauguration chart, it is, it has been a little bit of a curse in astrology that presidents or rulers who have come into power with that in their chart have either passed away in office or not finish their term for some reason. So some of the notable people who've had that in their chart are JFK and his inauguration chart, 
Ronald Reagan had it in his inauguration chart. He was shot at, but didn't die. And it's interesting because in 81, that was the one year where we had the great conjunction in an air sign in Libra. And for 250-ish years, we've had the great conjunction only in earth signs. And Ronald Reagan was inaugurated under that great conjunction in Libra. So hopefully great conjunctions in air signs are much more auspicious for American presidents than great conjunctions in earth signs have been. So we can cross our fingers for that. So anyway, with all of that said, there was some astrology that was making me a little bit jumpy. And frankly, this goes against everything I teach you guys, because I'm always teaching you guys to dictate your feet and whatever the astrology says, use it to empower you. Don't use it to make you scared or make you fearful or hold you back. But after the last four years, after what happened on January 6th, I don't think you can blame me for holding my breath. I think you are probably holding your breath too. So here we are on the other side of Inauguration Day. I watched the press briefing today. It was such a breath of fresh air to just see this, what some people on MSNBC were calling radical normalcy. To see this radical normalcy is so refreshing and also in a way so Mars conjunct Uranus because Uranus traditionally rules Aquarius. We're now in Aquarius season. Aquarius rules the rebel and anything radical we would put under the umbrella of Aquarius. It is fitting that we are now having radical normalcy. And I love that term. And I'm going to use it a whole lot over the next few weeks and months. So on Tuesday this week, the 19th of January, we had the sun move into Aquarius at 3.40 p.m. Eastern time. The sun in Aquarius, this is a moment that we've been waiting for because we have so much Aquarius energy. So the rest of January and all through February, we're going to have so many planets in Aquarius and it's going to feel a little jumpy because Aquarius can feel jumpy. Aquarius is traditionally ruled by Uranus and Uranus rules the nervous system. Um, Aquarius is really interested in the intellect. It rules airplanes. It rules things that it's the water bearer. So you can imagine when we look at Aquarius, we look at that beautiful figure of the water bearer, a woman holding a jug of water. And so the concept behind Aquarius is using your power of intellect and communication and discernment and all of the faculties that we have as human beings with vibrant minds, because air rules our minds, air rules our communication, air rules our logic, using that to provide the water. And think about it, water, um, especially in the old times when we, when you know, astrologers came up with this symbolism, right? Water powered so many things. Water was what great gave us electricity. So Aquarius is often related to power, technology, science. So when we think about Aquarius and being the water bearer, it is the figure that powers us, that keeps everything moving forward, that is innovating and creating and inventing. So that is behind the symbolism of the water bearer, because often Aquarius is 
misconstrued as being a water sign because of that, but it is nothing of the sort. Aquarius is fixed air. So that means that whatever ideas um, we have when there's a lot of Aquarius in the sky, we really believe in those ideas and we are willing to fight for them. And we are pretty certain that we are right. So Aquarians, like all fixed signs, can be on the stubborn side. So be aware of that as you move forward through the next few weeks. So the sun moved into Aquarius. We're moving into this extremely dense period of Aquarius. So it's weird to use the word dense because dense is a word that I would associate with earth energy. But I say dense because almost all of the planets are going to be in the sign of Aquarius soon. And most of them are already there. If you're feeling anxious, if you're feeling jumpy, if you feel like there's so many new ideas coming in, if you think feel like things are moving fast, Aquarius is doing that for us right now. Now, we're going to have Mercury retrograde in the next few weeks. So definitely keep your eyes peeled for that and back up your computer now and, and make arrangements for all that preparatory work that you may or may not do for Mercury retrograde. But Mercury retrograde is going to start on the 30th of January. So we're already in the shadow. Mercury will also be retrograde in Aquarius. So the part of your chart that houses Aquarius is having some deep work being done to it. So last year, the part of your chart that housed Capricorn had some deep work being done to it. Now you're getting a full renovation of that Aquarius part of your chart this next weeks and months. And the great, we've kicked off this year really on December 21st with that great conjunction. So this is really progress in that part of your chart. Moving on, you know, one of the things that was really interesting about the day of the inauguration is that we had the moon void in Aries at that 29 degrees that I mentioned, and then the moon went into Taurus. So you may notice that like halfway through the day on Wednesday, after Joe Biden became president, things just felt steadier. And it's not just that Joe Biden is now president and we have a working federal government, it's also that the moon is now in Taurus. And the moon in Taurus always gives us a sense of steadiness. And coincidentally, Joe Biden has his natal moon at zero degrees Taurus. So I was like secretly wishing that the inauguration could have taken place at like 2 p.m. when the moon had already moved into Taurus. But of course, there is this tradition of being inaugurated by noon. And he was under that void Aries moon. So Moving on from all the political talk, you know, this week, by and large, other than that Mars conjunct Uranus and the sun moving into Aquarius, there's some other things happening, but they're not really happening until Saturday. So we have a little bit of a breather, a little bit of a moment to take a breath Thursday, Friday, which is nice. And then on Saturday, the moon moves into to Gemini and Mars is going to square Jupiter. Mars squaring Jupiter can make you feel a little bit overconfident. So again, remember that the Mars conjunct Uranus energy, that may have perfected on Wednesday, but we're still feeling it. And Mars is not that far from Uranus yet, which means that unexpected surprises can really do you in. So when Mars squares Jupiter, 
on Saturday. Be careful not to be overconfident, especially in physical pursuits. Don't do anything too risky. Mars, square, Jupiter can make you want to take risks. Also on Saturday, we have Venus, trine, Neptune. What a great day to just do some planning do some visioning. If you have been looking for a day to just sit down and really plan out your year, what do you want to get done? If you've been like me and you've just been waiting to get through this inauguration before you really did some visioning for the year ahead, what a great day. Venus in Capricorn wants to get things done. Neptune in Pisces really wants to dream. And this is a good this is a good energy to take the dreams and make them tangible, put them on paper and start to put some actions in place to make them happen. Also on Saturday, Saturday is a packed day. We're going to have the sun conjunct Saturn. So Saturn is now in Aquarius, as you know, because the great conjunction occurred with Saturn and Jupiter meeting in Aquarius. The sun conjunct Saturn is a really stabilizing energy because Saturn likes to stabilize us. Saturn likes being in Aquarius. Traditionally, in old astrology, traditional astrology, Saturn was Aquarian's ruler before Uranus was discovered and became the ruler of Aquarius. So Saturn is happy there. This is the first time we're going to have the Sun and Saturn together in Aquarius. And they're going to meet probably, I think, two more times because Saturn's going to be in Aquarius for about three years. So this will be a really interesting experience when on Saturday, just pay attention to how you feel. It's perfecting at 10.01 p.m. Eastern, but you'll probably feel it all day and it'll be stabilizing, but also I think energizing and possibly something that helps you take those ideas and put them into a more futuristic plan because Aquarius rules futuristic thinking. And frankly, after the last four years, for so many of us, at least here in the States, it felt like our lives were on hold and the pandemic has really, really just made that feeling so potent of our lives being on hold. And this Saturday with Venus sextiling Neptune, and the sun conjunct Saturn and Aquarius. What a great day to take some of your ideas and map them out for the future. Really, really a wonderful day for that. On Sunday, things are pretty chill. You're going to have the moon square Neptune. No big deal, though. Might make you feel a little bit foggy, a little bit hazy. Not a bad day to just chill out. And then next week, and I'm just going to give you a little tidbit of next week before I sign off for this week. The one thing that I want you to pay attention to next week is that on Tuesday at 7.48 a.m. Eastern time, the sun is going to square Uranus. And the sun square Uranus, that could be pretty interesting, might make us anxious. Because remember, the sun is in Aquarius, rules the nervous system. I mentioned that a few times today. And Uranus is traditionally the ruler, or not traditionally, but in modern astrology, the ruler of Aquarius. And Uranus is parked in Taurus. So Sun square Uranus is going to be very interesting on Tuesday. Pay attention to how you feel. And I know I've mentioned that Aquarius rules the nervous system. We're going to be talking about it for the next few weeks. But really give yourself 
some time to do some self-care, to chill out, to rest, to take walks in nature, to do the things that really soothe your soul and your nervous system and bring your blood pressure down because we have been through a lot of trauma and putting our heads down and working through it is a real recipe for burnout. So I implore you with all of this Aquarian energy, which can make us jumpy, really carve out that time to take care of yourself. Okay. I'm going to hop off. It's a short one this week, but I promise you, I will be back with you early next week and we will dive into more of this and what's to come in the weeks ahead. And we'll talk about Mercury retrograde and all of that stuff. Okay. If you um, haven't go on over to my website, cause I have a brand new website, veronicapretty.com. Again, Aquarius Rules Technology. I wanted to get my new website out for you with all the Aquarian energy. And you should book a reading with me because I'm booked up for January and a lot of February. So if you want to get a reading with me, then definitely head on over there and book your reading now. And I'll talk to you next week. All right. Thanks for listening. If you like the show, please rate and review it on Apple Podcasts and tell your friends. Finally, come find me on Instagram at Veronica Peretti. I'll talk to you next week.